Hello, this is Ed Robinson, and welcome back to another episode of the Deep End with Ed podcast. The Deep End. The Deep End. The Deep End. With Ed Robinson. The aim of this weekly podcast is to inspire you to go into the deep end by talking about real challenges and providing practical tips and inspiration from me or my guests. Again, in season five, we're focusing on spiritual wellness. Personally, I believe in taking a holistic, or that is a well-rounded, a, a, a all-around approach to our well-being. Remember, there are seven areas of wellness that all human beings have to deal with. One is our mental, the other is spiritual, financial, physical, social, environmental, and vocational well-being. In this spiritual uh, wellness episode, our topic is Go Believing. But before we dive into this episode, I want to give you a lifeguard tower moment. In other words, this is something that you do for others. Here's what I want you to do this week. I want you to consider paying a bill for someone. Consider paying a bill for someone. It might be at the market. It might be at uh, Starbucks. It might be if you're at a restaurant. I'm not asking you to pay someone's car note or their rent or their mortgage, but something that is reasonable within your um, financial uh, discretion. So consider paying a bill for someone. And, and the reason why I do these lifeguard tower moments because I learn really it is better to give than to receive. And it is therapeutic. It is helpful it takes the spotlight off of me and myself and woe is me and so forth and it allows you to focus on helping someone else so that's why we do all of these lifeguard tower moments just simple uh, reminders of things that we can do to make someone's life uh, better so today's topic again is go believing go believing reading from the uh the Gospel of Luke, the 17th chapter, the 14th verse, found in the New Testament. Luke 17 and 14, it says, And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. About a year and a half ago or so, I was watching on Netflix, and it might still be there. It was a movie called Greater. It's on Netflix called Greater. And the focus of the movie, it, it dealt with family, it dealt with faith, and it dealt with football. And when I look at everything that, I mean, just the main aim of the main takeaway of this movie was that how do you rise up to a challenge in your personal life? Check this out. In the opening scene, there's a young man named Brandon Burlesworth, and he was sitting on the couch and he was eating a large, or I'll say it my own way, a big old, B-I-G-G-O, big old bag of potato chips. And while he was sitting there, he was watching the University of Arkansas playing a football game. And here's what he said, and I do quote, that's going to be me one day, end quote. In other words, what he was saying was that one day he saw himself playing for the University of Arkansas Razorbacks, playing football there. And, and much to the disapproval of his older brother, Marty, who was trying to get him to go outside and clean up and start moving around and doing different things, eyes rolling in the head and so forth. Let me say it this way. Brandon was a long shot and he faced much adversity. However, 
thread, through dedication and through hard work and through prayer, not only did he get an opportunity to play for the University of Arkansas Razorbacks football team, but he was even drafted to play professional football. You see, the word believe is a verb, and it means to accept something as true, uh, to feel sure about the truth. You know, in our daily lives, we believe or we uh, exemplify, we demonstrate, we show faith in someone or something every day. So for instance, when we go to a major department store, we just believe that the electrons, that is electricity, unseen electricity, is flowing through the sensors, thusly will automatically open the doors to allow us to enter. But every now and then, we'll get what we used to say way back in the day, we'll get molded. Yes, molded is not molded cheese or molded bread, but it's when you get shocked, you get disappointed, you get alerted, you get something special to call to your attention, you get thrown off. And sometimes you do that and you bump into the door. So I have a silly question for you. How do we know that our parents are our parents? Think about that. How do we know that our parents are our parents? Yes, we may say we look like them, we talk like them, we act like them. We do whatever. We have all of the traits and the characteristics. We go through all of that. But in the final analysis, to me, what it really comes down to is that we believe that they are our parents. And so I like sometimes getting into these philosophical, goofy questions uh, with individuals just to make people stop and think about it. And it fundamentally comes down. You know, Ed, I believe that they are my parents. Yes, you have the birth certificate and you have the blood match and all this type of thing. But in the final analysis, we really believe. So in Luke 17, we find in this chapter that Jesus had encountered 10 men who were lepers. The lepers lived in an isolated leper's colony, and they were prevented from having any human contact, with, even with families or friends. And when a person was approached by a non-leper person, they had to cry out, leopard, 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 in order not to defile them. It was a shameful, lonely life that they lived. And, and when you think about even today, now when I say this, I don't need anybody sending me any emails or hate mails or being mad with me about anything, but we have a, a uh, something that's happening right now that's uh, really kind of getting out of hand, Mon monkeypox. You know, there are a lot of folks that are getting monkeypox. Uh, and when you think about that, leprosy, so to speak, had the attention of what monkeypox has for us today back then when it was occurring. So I'm just trying to draw, and I'm trying to say they're the same thing. Let me be real clear. I'm just trying to say when something is unusual, it gains and garners our attention. And so when a person had leprosy, they had spots on them. They had white spots. They had boils on their bodies. Their, sometimes their fingers would fall off and uh, eventually, it was just it was a tough situation that they went through. So they, the, the, the point I'm trying to say, they were in a bad situation. Now, let's see how we can make a parallel from Luke 17 and 14 to our own lives. It says, and when he saw them, that is, Jesus saw these 10 lepers from a distance. I want somebody to know that Jesus sees us from a distance. There is an old Hebrew word. Uh, hyphenated word L E L hyphenated Roy. I mean R R O I or L Roy. It simply means the Lord who sees. So Jesus sees us from a distance. He sees us when we're confused. He sees us when we're lonely. He sees us when we're isolated. 
He sees us when we're afraid. He sees us when we're overwhelmed. He sees that when we are uh, down and out. He sees us. He knows all about us as well as he sees us when during our good times. So he said unto them, go. Just, just the verb, action word, go. Now, not turning the deaf ear, Jesus told these outcast men to go and show themselves to the priests who would ceremoniously declare them to be clean. And that was according to the Levitical law found in the Old Testament book of Leviticus chapters 13 and 14. Essentially, what Jesus was saying to them was go believing. And it, then it goes on to say, and it came to pass. Anytime you see that in the scriptures, it simply means that uh, it was done. It was over. It's a past action. It's been taken care of. It's kind of like what we used to say back in the day, show enough. Show enough. Or as some of my friends used to say, show you right. <laughs> so it says, and it came to pass. And so I want somebody to know that COVID-19 pandemic is our current major storm. But at some point, it will come to pass. I want you to know that the sting of your divorce that you may have gone through or someone cheating on you will come to pass. I want the entrepreneur to know that failure in your business endeavors will come to pass. Somebody who may be overwhelmed about the new normal that we're dealing with every day will come to pass. Someone is stuck in their grief, and I want you to know, keep pushing forward because it will come to pass. Someone is facing uncertainty about their future, but we know who holds the future. Thusly, it will come to pass. Someone is facing some family drama. It's a bad situation you're dealing with. It will come to pass. You might even be facing challenges in your ministry. I want you to know it will come to pass. Someone is facing a personal stronghold or a setback or a letdown or a disappointment, it will come to pass. Now you may ask, when did this come to pass with these 10 lepers? Well, I'm glad you asked. It says, as they went, you got to get that, as they went, they had been stuck in this leopard's colony. I, the, the, the Bible is silent on that. It doesn't say for how long, but I can imagine that they had been there perhaps for months and days and even years. They had been stuck all of this time. No one took the time to come out and to help them. Perhaps even people didn't even come to visit them. They were isolated from the main stream of community. But yet, Jesus saw them at a distance. And it says, and as they went, in other words, as they acted upon the belief in Jesus's word, they went believing. And then it says they were cleansed as a result of them going and believing. That's amazing. You, you, you got to get this. You got to get this. You know, normally, again, a leopard was declared clean or healed or allowed to come back into society after the religious priest examined and declared them to do so. But in this case, they were cleansed and healed beforehand, but yet in obedience to what Jesus told them to do, they still went to the priest to go through the ceremonious process. Well, I just want to say to somebody, you may not have physical leprosy, but symbolically you may have it. You may have been isolated from your family, from your friends, from your co-workers, even from worship. You may have been sidelined by shame or sidelined by depression or pain or insecurity. You may have been sidelined by domestic violence. You may have been sidelined by uh, um, emotional abuse or failure or spiritually. But I want you to know, if so, you can be like these 10 leopards who said to themselves, we just going to go believing. 
I know that's not proper to say, but we just going to go believe. We just going to go believe and we're going to do what Jesus had told us to do. So they sought out Jesus for healing. And when the Lord directs you what to do through others, it might be through others. It might be through the Bible. It might be through he himself. I'm telling somebody to go believe. And you know why? Because he is more than able to fix it for you. He is more than able to help you. He is more than able to sustain you. He is more than able to direct you. He is more than able to encourage you. He is more than able to make a way for you out of no way. And so as you go believing in, in, in obedience, just remember the answer to your situation will be provided. That old saying, if you always do what you already did, you will always get what you already got. So every now and then you got to do something different. You got to shake things up. Someone on the other side of this microphone might be in a situation where you've been looking for a job for a long time. Someone may have been looking for that special mate uh, for a long time. Someone may have been dealing with illness for a long time. Someone may be trying to lose weight for a long time. Someone may have been trying to get promoted on their job for a long time. Someone may be an entrepreneur and your business is just not taking off and thing you're struggling with that and you've been dealing with that for a long time. Someone may have been dealing with the past that has you stuck for a long time. Someone may have been in a situation where you just financially strapped and even bankrupt for a long time. You may have been in a situation where uh, you were told that you're no good or you would never be able to accomplish anything for a long time. And those things are ruminating. They are circulating. They're going over and over and over in your mind. I just want you to do as we did with the 8-track tape or we did with the uh, CD, the cassette. Just, just hit the, just hit the stop. Just stop. Just stop. Stop the mental, the mental uh, gyrations that are going on in your mind, and just simply say to yourself, "I'm going to go believing that this is my day. Today is my day to do something different, to change the, the trajectory or the future of my life. Today is my day. You can do it." Uh, you're, you're listening to someone who has faced all kinds of insurmountable odds. People look at me and they think that I have, have had it all together, got it all together even now. Your boy struggles all the time. There's things that I deal with. There's challenges that I face. I'm always up for a good challenge because I know that what God has done for me in the past, and if he's done in the past, I believe that he'll do it again. Right now, I'm in a new ministry assignment. I'm helping over at the Tabernacle of Faith uh, Baptist Church over on 114th and Central. We're there every Sunday at 11 o'clock in, in Los Angeles in town of Watson. I'm just believing God that God is going to do some unusual things. So I'm living this out right now as we speak. There's some great people that's part of that ministry, and we just need to uh, do some things a little bit different. So I'm excited about that. So here's what I want you to do. Here's your coachable moment. It is my coachable moment, too. I want you to write down whether you have a faith journal, a belief journal, a gratitude journal, whatever it is. I want you to write one thing down that you're believing God for. Just write it down, whatever it is you're believing God for. And then I want you to pray about this as if your life depended on it, because it very well may be, as if your life depended on it. And then I want you to go believing that God will, in his own time, 
he can and he will answer your prayers. Remember, in his own time. Again, thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. A special thanks to Nicole Robinson for producing and editing this podcast. Please share this podcast with others and do subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook pages at Deep End with Ed. The Deep End with Ed podcast is a Beyond the Mass conversation production. Remember, if we all join hands together, we can go twice as far. Thank you and God bless.